This is the Naturalist. In every podcast episode, we're going to highlight the products, ideas, trends that are shaping the CPG industry. Or that we just really like. All right, for this episode of The Naturalist, we are going to talk about the top 10 trends that are on our radar as we head into Natural Products Expo East. Let's get right to it. We're going to do a special episode this week because we are at Natural Products Expo East in Philadelphia. Yay! Woo! Yes, doing some exciting things, recording some great episodes at the show that will be coming out soon. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And um, so what are we going to do this week, Jess? Okay, so this week we want to talk about the top 10 trends that our New Hope Network editors, those are the Expo Trends fathers are on the show floor going to be seeing. We did a lot of work to look at products and trends in advance of the show so that those who are at Natural Products Expo East can find these products and trends on the show floor, as well as those who are not there can kind of know some of the top things that we're seeing. So this is top 10 trends in the natural products industry right now. So Adrian, how do we, you know, we do these issues where we we identify the top trends in the industry. How does New Hope Network go about analyzing industry trends? Yeah, that's a great question. It is a really intense and long process that takes several months, but it really is a year-round process. So we have a lot of inputs, um, things that our editors write about. We see all of the products, the new launch products that are in the next year awards. Uh, we get press releases. We're out in the industry. We're going to shows. We're seeing just what's happening. So that's one side of it is just that kind of observation. And then we also have lots of great data input. So it's kind of that mixture of quantitative and qualitative data. So the data inputs that we've been using for example, we do coding of all the exhibitors at our shows. So we code them based on what trends they're innovating against and how innovative they are with those trends. We also do a lot of consumer research. Our Nexate and Insights team has done a lot of great research going into our trends and innovation report. So that might be asking consumers for their predictions on what are the important trends that they're going to be shopping for. It might be doing some social listening, social media listening what are consumers talking about on social media? And so we have all these great data inputs that come in. And then, of course, again, all, just everything our editors are seeing in the industry. So we get together, we hash it out, we come up with a billion ideas. And then over several months, we kind of slowly, slowly distill that down into, drumroll, the 10 trends that we have just published um, in our Natural Foods Merchandiser magazine and that we're talking about really in the industry today. And people can find more information on these trends on newhope.com. We'll have a deeper dive. We'll have lots more data surrounding them. So if any of these are piquing your interest, head to newhope.com and you can uh, find them on the homepage. Right yes. Okay. I will start. So trend number one is imbibe vibe. That is this idea of elevating non-alcoholic beverages. They're wowing palates and they're also supporting wellness. We're just talking about how so many more consumers are deciding to either reduce alcohol or eliminate it entirely. We talked about this on one of our podcast episodes. Definitely check it out. Our conversation with Marcos Salazar, who launched the Adult Non-Alcoholic Beverage Association, which will have its own pavilion at Expo East. So 
really cool to see this trend continuing to thrive in the natural products industry. Trend number two is heritage-rooted foods. So if you listened to last week's episode of The Naturalist, you would have heard an interview with Jake DeLeon of Phila Manila. Jake is also one of the founders of the Founders Heritage Group. And so we talked a lot about this trend of heritage-rooted foods. So these are products that are brands that are led by diverse own owners. They're aiming to recover, represent their cultural heritage on store shelves. And this is a movement that really goes beyond that kind of surface level exploration of ingredients and flavors. We're really looking at brands that are turning to ancestral techniques that are embracing authenticity, that traditional wisdom, diverse cultures. And we've seen it. A lot of these brands are now members of the Founders Heritage Group, which will have their own section at Expo East, which is really exciting. And then there's another organization that just launched recently called MENA, which will also be represented at Expo East. So that is trend number two. Awesome. Love it. All right. Trend number three is craft vegan. So this one's interesting because we've seen, you know, all different ways of positioning the vegan and plant-based category. And this is really about this next wave of plant-based products that are thrilling people with their taste, texture, and really this unique branding. And I think what's interesting is that for a while we saw the natural products industry moving away from the word vegan and really leaning into plant-based. But now we are seeing people focus on elevating it. So Craft Vegan is all about doing just that. A couple of the companies and products that we're excited about that will be at Expo, Actual Veggies has the actual truffle burger, which I love that company, Actual Veggies. Their patties are delicious. They really elevate the plants in that product. And this particular skew includes white truffle with their black bean patties. And and you can see, if you check out their, their brand, that their packaging is really fun. And you can see the veggies and it celebrates the veggies right there on the package. Another product that we put in NFM and will be featured at Expo is Good plant foods, olive oil, cheese, Greek-style feta. The next trend is the big slowdown. So you've probably heard of slow food. You may have even heard of slow money. But come into 2023, and we're seeing a lot of brands and industry advisors advocating for slowing down to inform strategic business decisions. So we've seen a lot of fast growth. We've seen a lot of hasty decisions. And sometimes those are made at the cost of stable profits and social and environmental commitments. But now what we're seeing is a lot of these brands, they're really learning how to slow down. That might include choosing retailer relationships more selectively, maybe even saying no to a national retailer, but saying yes to creative contracts that will allow them to scale incrementally. We're also seeing brands slowing down so that they can make calculated data-informed decisions on where to make improvements, how to make better choices for environmental changes, Um, So really leading to better growth and more stable growth, profits, and impact. All right. Trend number five is restoring humanity. That's spelled H-U-M-A-N-E-A-T-Y. We know that's not actually a word, but we find out fun with it. So there is no denying that machine learning and generative AI are influencing food products that are making their way into retail. We've talked about the different benefits of this. They can help create convincing meat and dairy analogs. 
They can support food system biodiversity, expand positive health out outcomes, develop more robust and resilient climate-friendly ag models. There are so many things that AI and technology can do. We talk about some of those with Adit Patel over at NotCo in one of our Naturalist episodes. Definitely be sure to check that out. But we also recognize that it's more important than ever for the CPG industry to stay connected with humanity and bring the soul back to our food systems. And some of these low-tech areas are really just getting to the root, the core of the company's mission, really elevating founders, connecting with those beautiful flavors and the farmland and the ingredients and the source of those ingredients. Some of the companies that are doing this so beautifully are solely one of our favorites. They have these really, really simple products that support farmers and global supply chains. We're also seeing a lot of chef-owned companies. So these products that are born out of restaurant concepts and chefs and all of the delicious flavors that they're bringing to menus. And so lots of different ways that we're seeing humanity being infused back into CPG. All right. Trend number six is spotlight on women's health. The taboo is gone. The gloves are off. It is the topic on everyone's mind. This is an industry that is growing exponentially as brands are addressing all kinds of different women's health concerns. So on the product front, we used to just see only reproductive health, childbirth, PMS. Now we're seeing all kinds of different products. We're seeing brands that are bringing nootropics, adaptogens to the space. They're addressing things like cognitive, cardiovascular health. Supplement companies are taking note of this. They're bringing products to market for that are also looking at every age of women's health. So perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, libido. So, so many great products. And it's just so great to see this finally getting out there. Number seven, trend number seven is skinimalism. You've probably seen this out there. This is a trend in skincare and beauty overall, but it makes so much sense that we're seeing more and more of it in the natural beauty space because it's all about taking a less is more approach to your skincare and personal care regimen. So I really like this because, you know, companies are focused on taking out the bad stuff, leaving in the good stuff, but also just simplifying what those routines look like. So um, this shows that consumers are making more sustainable and streamlined choices. They want to simplify all the way around. And companies are introducing both simpler formulations as well as more environmentally friendly packaging. So it's all about stripping away the bad stuff and only giving consumers the things that they actually need. Trend number eight is fiber benefits beyond the gut. So it's up to me to talk about the fact that fiber has made it finally out of the bathroom and into elegant sitting rooms all over the country. No, fiber is something that has always been talked about in terms of helping people go to the bathroom, good digestion. But we know that adequate fiber is linked to lower rates of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, as well as reducing anxiety, depression. It benefits cholesterol. It has positive benefits for blood sugar. So, so many things. It's a, more of a holistic approach to fiber that we're seeing so many brands embracing. And we're really seeing that it's, it's, it's kind of by the omission of talking about digestion. We're seeing brands blasting on the front of their packaging. They have a lot of fiber like Olira breakfast biscuits, nine grams of fiber, but we're seeing that out there 
with no mention of its digestive benefits. So it's growth and trend by omission, and we love it. Bring on that fiber. Bring on that fiber. Trend number nine is regeneratively nutritious. Regenerative ag incorporates a wide range of farming practices that support sustainability goals, but regenerative agriculture has not focused as much on the human health component. So most of what we talked about has been how it can support environmental goals and help us combat climate change, all those really important things. But what about human health? Now, a while ago, USDA Organic started to build some of that messaging around nutrient density into the value proposition. And just now we're seeing more of that happen in the regenerative space. Doug Brown reported on this. He's our senior retail reporter. He reported on this for Natural Foods Merchandiser. And he talked about a 2022 study that found that regenerative practices can have a positive effect on the nutrient density and quality of crops. So that will absolutely change the conversation. And finally, trend number 10, ousting plastic, the packaging pariah. So I don't think we need to spend a lot of time talking about how bad plastic is. But until now, really, the onus has been on consumers to make sure their plastic packaging gets recycled, gets processed the right way to make the right choices when they're purchasing, choosing things that have better packaging. So it's really been a consumer-focused problem or something that consumers have had to deal with. But now we're really seeing brands and also retailers stepping up and taking, taking charge of that problem on their end making it so much easier in the end for consumers, obviously, to, to make those choices when they're shopping. So we see brands like Highbar. We talked to Nora in a previous episode of The Natural List. Highbar has a great line of personal care products that are all packaged in compostable paper. See brands like Dr. Bronner. Dr. Bronner's is now doing a liquid soap refill carton at stores. So it's not just brands making their packaging better. It's retailers committing to putting those alternative packagings formats on shelves. Thanks, Adrian. That wraps up our list of top 10 trends that we'll see at Natural Products Expo East. Those of you who are here in Philadelphia, check them out on the show floor. And we'll also be covering the trends that we saw here live in Philly. Thanks for listening to The Naturalist. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Want to be on The Naturalist? Send us an email at thenaturalist at newhope.com.